Welcome to the Character Collective Podcast, where writers talk about words and how hard they are, and our characters drop by and wreak absolute havoc. Come for the writing, stay for the stupid. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Character Collective Podcast. This is Kai. Now, before we get started, get yourself ready. Go get a coffee, get a gin. If you've got, like, those little people, put them in front of the TV, lock the door, whatever you need to do. And don't forget, we've got new episodes coming out every Wednesday. So, favorite, like, subscribe, share, do all those things that you need to do. Okay, let's get queer, let's get stupid, strap in, strap on. Right, let's do this. Hello, everybody. Uh, there, we, there go. we go. I was like, I'm watching your microphone on mute. I'm like, take it off the mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, I think I actually accidentally added myself twice to the meeting. So I had a nice little echo going on. That's what was coming up with two. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. that's not my name. Why is that two? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, technology. <laughs> things rain Mm -hmm. and like because I'm I'm in the bungalow at at the boys place I'm like got my microphone up high so we'll see Mm -hmm. how that works because like I was holding it before I'm like this ain't gonna work I gotta put this shit somewhere yeah but I got it set up now absolutely that's good nice very good anyway hello buddy (laughs) hello everyone (laughs) Um, oh, yeah, right, podcast. Um, we're doing things, right? I have things. Uh-huh. I have things. Oh, I have, I have, yes, because you know, often it's like, what are we going to talk about? Or like, you'll come up with something, and like, this time I have a thing, <laughs> which is exciting. And That's very are good. Alive? Are you alive? Because I know that death has been pretty major for both of us. How was your um, It's medium. All right. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So just everyone on the podcast, just be warned. We're not completely alive. We are no. somewhat dead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some of us are dead inside here. Yeah. Some of us are alive. <laughs> I'm personally a bit more no alive than I have been over the last few days, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Because my uh, meat sack has started behaving again, so that's good. Good, excellent. Instead of trying to kill me like it was last week, so that's nice. Uh-huh. Not much fun. No, but you know, I've got um, I've got an appointment next week where, or not next week, uh, at the next sip. So in a couple of weeks, in like three weeks, so we shall talk about mm-hmm. the yeeting of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Anywho, so the, what I wanted to talk about with the podcast is not the yeeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally just did my weekly post on that. I was talking about yeeting of things. So get the yeeting out of the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeet the yeets from the brain. Yeet the yeets. Yeet, <laughs> yeet the yeets. Oh, I've got to stop moving around because I've, the, the microphone's not going to be picking me up and I'm going to sound weird and I'm going to have to edit. So let's just move on. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized. <laughs> Yeah, I kept turning my head and I'm like, because it's up top, it's going to be losing. Mm. 
Let me just move this over here. Mm-hmm. There, we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, that should be better. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> edit it. No, we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to, okay. So here's where I'm at with things. Um, mm-hmm. And peeps, go check out Medium because I did a writer's check-in last week. Um, I talked all about, because did we mention on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So remember we mentioned on the podcast last week about my uh, therapist's world's worst idea ever, which was amazing. Yes. Um, so I put all that into practice and I wrote a bit about that mm-hmm. in the writer's check-in. Um, mm-hmm. So we've had, the team has been working pretty good actually, which is, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, Gracie went through and did a bit of a, um, learning on like the different types of editing you know your copy editing your structural editing and all that and getting kind of like a, a little plan in place without it being too mm-hmm. much um and so one of the people on the team one of my characters on my team is blister from sky Thaddy, mm-hmm. and she is now the analysis person because she works okay. in planning she she works planning universes i think she can handle it right um, you think so? <laughs> um, so she's kind of doing the analysis and looking after that and looking after Marla and stuff like that. And when I gave her mm-hmm. that job, she fucking really ran with it. Um, they, yeah, she doesn't know what I, I keep saying she because they present feminine, but they actually don't have a gender at all. So, yeah. um, like I asked them pronouns and they were like, they, but like question mark, like, is that what I'm supposed to do type thing? Um, yeah. So like, yeah. So I think any pronouns are going to be fine. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, that was the thing. Um, so yeah, anyway, so Blister ran with that shit and, um, Mm. like started kind of like basically bought the whole editing. So C bought the editing, man, I've had team meetings, mate. I've had, Remember that these are all my characters, guys. So when I say team meetings, I mean I'm having a team meeting in my brain, in my head. Like mm-hmm. I know, guys, that's the only way I can explain it. Okay, calm down. It's all um, inside the brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like the, like I actually had them. I know where they're all sitting. I was looking around the table. Like I know, like because I was kind of like Skyler took over the meat sack and then I had them all sitting mm-hmm. but then like we started going the editing and realized very quickly no no the editing team needs to take that and run with that Skyler can't control that so Skyler gave over control of that to C which then meant mm-hmm. that C had to have a team meeting with his editing team <laughs> <laughs> and during that team meeting they had a big brain dump about, okay, what are the mm-hmm. things in taking the field that need to be fixed, cleaned up? Like what do we know is is problems that need to be done in the structural editing, which is going to be C's task as well? What do we yeah. know has, has to be like dealt with? And one of the things that came up was relationship. So the relationship between Henley and Tanny. So when you're reading books, right, or watching movies or whatever it may be, just seeing other people there's I I feel like there's levels of relationship connection right 
where there's just the general level of like, oh yeah, that's nice. And it's like, you know, maybe they'll they're happy for now type of thing. Not like like the happy happily happy ever after kind of thing. It's happy, happy for now. But mm-hmm. um, you know, the kind of thing where it's like <coughs> it's like a typical relationship and it's like, eh, whatever, take it, don't. Mm-hmm. And then there's you've got um then you've got what I'm calling the um um like I don't know what did I call it before I called it a thing and when I'm going to call it that and now I forgot what I called it um oh, no. I said it to you on the message oh I'm definitely not going to remember that no I know <laughs> um <laughs> but like these standout relationships like they're they're just oh hero relationships hero hero, hero. Thank you. that's the word yeah so hero relationship mm-hmm. right um yeah where the characters are messy as fuck. So, okay, here's what I think the difference is. Characters are clean, but the relationship's messy, whereas, rela- like, characters are messy, but the relationship is fucking solid. That's a hero relationship to me. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking for. Like, that's what I want to have in my characters. It's like, um, oh, for the game, of course, um, Andrew and Neil. The characters are messy as fuck. But the relation, yep. but they've got a hero relationship, like, and you know too that, like, they've still got their own separate personalities. And if one, if something happened to the other one, like, that it's not that they'd be okay, but that they've still, they're not gonna, like, if you look, okay. How do I must, if you look mm-hmm. at just like a normal relationship, like let's look at me and my ex, for example, that was a normal air quotes relationship. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, you know, I, I like kind of lost myself in it and became the relationship instead of keeping myself. Um, yeah. And, and so when that broke up, like, I, well, I can't say I was devastated because I kind of knew it was happening way before he did. Um, but... <laughs> But it was, um, it it was unhealthy. It was toxic, and I think most relationships, mm. most relationships, have a level of, you know, unhealthiness. Whereas, mm-hmm. like Andrew and Neil, as an example, they're just unhealthy people, but their relationship is very healthy because their relationship makes them both better. Um, yeah, that's what I want. So, and I can see this in real people too. Like my grandparents, I they were they had a hero relationship. Um, yeah, like messy as fuck. Like she had two kids to his brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's messy as fuck. Uh, I mean, like, that's a, that's a that's a shocking step one, like, right? <laughs> yes. So she had two. Yeah. With the brother, was still with mm-hmm. the brother, married to the brother when she had the third kid, which was actually, <coughs> um, who I who is is technically my biological uncle, but he's not. He's he will always be, always was, always will be my grandfather. Um, mm-hmm. they ran away, <laughs> took the kids, grabbed the three kids, and yeah. ran away, and were like shunned from the family and all for a little while, and. But they were together for fucking what, fifty years. Um, yeah. They were the kind of couple that 
after she passed, we knew he wouldn't last long and he suddenly developed a, a heart condition and like passed away like two years later. Um, yep. Having never had any problems with his heart prior. Um, and and I, I'll never forget like when she was in hospital and she wouldn't eat. Everyone was trying to get her to eat. She wouldn't eat. The second he walked in the room, she ate. Didn't say anything. Yep. Picked up picked up her, her soup and like it was just I was the only one that noticed it, but that was like just a hero relationship. I kind of yeah. see you and Stephen as a bit of a hero relationship too. Okay. Yeah, because. Take it, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, because of that thing where, like I was saying, where you haven't lost each other. Yeah. You haven't lost yourselves mm. into it. You're still both there. And, like, mm-hmm. I kind of see him as the Andrew and you as the Neil in the relationship, yeah. as in, like, Andrew and Neil, right? If something happened to Andrew, Neil would survive. Neil has learned how to survive and he would survive. If something mm-hmm. happened to Neil, it kind of takes away Andrew's, the, the thing that, like, he was, like, it, yeah, Andrew would hurt more. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he'd lose his anchor. Be more devastating. Yeah, but but yeah. they still, you know, you still both, you support each other and you make each other better. That's what it's about. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I see you guys as a hero relationship. And I don't see a lot of them. And it's the kind of thing that mm. I want. So yeah. my thing is I look at Henley and Tanny and I don't see a hero relationship yet. Okay. Um, I see a hero relationship in Jasper and Hunter. Mm-hmm. I see a hero relationship in Nate and um and Steele. Mm-hmm. I see a hero relationship in Adam and Ethram. Yep. Marcus I, I see a hero relationship in Marcus and Thor. The literally the only one is 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 Tanny and Henley. I think it's close, but I don't think I'm quite there. So yep. that's what I want to talk about is how do I what's missing? How do I bring mm-hmm. in the hero relationship? And also, I I think when I started writing this, it's I was I was still very much on tropes. Um, mm-hmm. So, which is fine. Like tropes are good. Tropes are tropes are great. But I think I was stuck on what I was reading, and so it was a lot of, you know, things developing too quickly or things not really having a good enough reason. The Twilight Syndrome. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah. I'm just in love with them and would do anything. Why? <coughs> Mm-hmm. But why? See, that wasn't mm-hmm. a hero relationship. Twilight was a very normal and toxic relationship. Yeah. So how do I go from Twilight to all for the game? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so yeah, I guess some thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So how how do we analyze it, and then how do we figure mm. out what's missing? Exactly. Like, if you've got, like, you know, essentially, like, the, mm, like, calculation of, like, it is this plus this plus this. Mm. But it's not, that's the thing, it's the feel. So is it, is it description? Is it um, okay, hold on, just had a thing with the Zoom happen. Are we back? Hello. Hello. Okay. It says you're back. Are you back? I am back. Excellent. It came up saying that like you were connecting and you couldn't hear the audio yet. I'm like, okay. Oh. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So. So yeah. So it, it, it's feels. It's definitely. It's all mm-hmm. about all about the feels. So I'm like, yeah. is it like looking at how you do the editing process and and where you do that sensory edit? Is mm. it like this is a thought that I was having last night? Um, is it that I need to get clarity? And this was something that uh, Blister actually wrote down. So yeah. Um, okay. Is it about do I need to get clarity on things like their, you know, what what sense they are most attuned to? So what I mean yeah. by that is because I've got two points of view, so I've got Henley's point of view and I've got Tanny's point of view, if one of them is more like um, kinesthetic and one of them is more auditory, they're going to sense things differently. Um, mm. So so is, is an exploration of that and then just, delving deeper into the sense that they are primarily you know connected to will that give me the deeper feels is it do I need to know what their love languages are like so that I can have Mm. that flowing back and forth I mean these are probably answers but those are the things that I've been looking at and analyzing or thinking about analyzing anyway um yeah I guess how can you tell when someone has a hero relationship yeah well, yeah, it's when you're reading a book that the little in reading book. Okay, all right, let's go for all for the game because that's what I've got. Um, mm-hmm. The hero. Okay, how do we know they've got a hero relationship? Um, one of the things that's more obvious, not so subtle, is that Andrew says yes to Neil. Like, not says yes, but Neil. Neil knows. <laughs> this sounds horrible. Neil knows how to manipulate um, mm-hmm. Andrew in a way that nobody else does. But what that shows yep. is that he understands Andrew like nobody else does. He gets him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it comes across is in the way that he's able to, because he, you even like you get Neil's inner thoughts of like, you know, I can't say this because this is how Andrew will respond to that. So I need to do it this way. And so yep. he'll say something that seems almost unrelated but gets exactly what Neil wants. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So yeah. that is so that that sort of that unspoken understanding. Yeah. Like they're getting, you know, you getting just get them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because and Andrew, so yeah, well, Andrew doesn't say like I'm just looking at it from Andrew's point of view as well because we don't get his point of view. Um, so all we get mm. is Neil's point of view. So it's kind of very limited in that regard. But you get from Andrew's point of view to that he gets that Neil gets him. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's there's that there there's there definitely that protective factor. Um, which is one of Andrew's things is like he's protecting everyone. He's just not protecting himself. Like, and, mm-hmm. and that's and that's something that Neil says very specifically at one point is like, you know, he's so busy looking after everyone else, who's looking after him? Um, and that's nobody else has noticed that. And Neil points that out as well. Everyone thinks he's psychotic, but nobody gets that. Um, mm. So yeah, it's very much that understanding and seeing what nobody else sees. Yeah. So, and, and like actually care, like taking the time to look past the mask. Yes. Yeah. And I do yeah. feel that 
Henley and Tanny do that? Mm. Um, but do they do that in your head or is that's there solid the examples of that on the page? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's okay. So there's one scene. There's seen this is a hero moment, hero relationship moment. I think is there's uh-huh. a, a moment in like it's almost it feels it just it feels big. Um, yeah. There's a moment in taking the field where Annie's getting pissed off, like he's having the internal dialogue of getting really. Fucking pissed off. I think it's at Thor or just in general mm-hmm. because, you know, Tanny and his anger. And he's just like thinking about how much he wants to like fucking hit someone and do this. And he's getting really fucking jacked up. And mm-hmm. somehow Henley sees that, even though Tanny doesn't think that he's got any of that external going on, um, somehow Henley, you know, sees that or senses that. And he comes up and all he does, and I mean, this is, this is a, this is a fucking shout out to a moment in all for the game too, not even going to lie, but he just comes up and he just touches him so gently on the back. Like Henley just, all Tanny feels is like fingertips on his back. And then Mm. his hand doesn't linger. It's just touches him and and then Henley just pulls up beside him and just watches what's going on. And it all drains away from Tanny. Like in that moment, that tiny little touch, that tiny little moment, it's like an anchoring. Um, and it's mm-hmm. just, it just all drains away and it's kind of like, yeah, that, that's a hero moment, um, hero relationship moment in, in like Henley getting Tanny to the point and, and Tanny just completely letting everything drain away and not really understanding what just fucking happened, but knowing mm-hmm. that it did. Mm-hmm. Have that moment. Um Um, they, uh, there is other moments. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I feel like, okay. I wonder if, so the meet cute, you know, meet cute's hilarious. Let's face it. We're having mm-hmm. fucking naked as shit. Um, yeah. and Henley's standing there and he's got his, bag of all his possessions in a garbage bag mm-hmm. and just watches as this naked man just like walks, basically walks past him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have that little interaction, you know, if you're going to say something, you know, smart, say it now too late and closes the door on him. Um, so that's their meet. Mm-hmm. And like there is acknowledgement of good looking and whatnot, but I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I should drop that. Maybe I need to take out the physical, the obvious physical attraction because it feels, I think maybe, does it take away mm. from the building of the relationship because the physicality came first? Hmm. Hmm. That could be okay. Can I ask you something very personal? Huh? Mm-hmm. Would you say? Yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, how does that feel? But yeah, yeah. Well, Continue. No, because like I, I just kind of like a couple of things just hit me at once with that. Yeah. Um, 
So personal question, if you don't want to answer, that's fine uh, on, on podcast. Um, so, okay, because you have hero relationship, that's why I'm asking. And I know you're, yeah. I know you're meet cute. <laughs> You've yeah. told me you're meet cute. Um, was, what, what came first? Was the physical attraction or was it friendship? And then, I mean, I know also being asexual, that's going to make it a difficult one to answer, but I, I feel <laughs> like. I feel like Henley is somewhere on that spectrum anyway. Um, so I'm hoping it might help. But yeah, like, that, that, do you know, when, when did it like, was it like, oh, wow, attractive? Or was it like, you know, a friendship built and then it's like, huh, oh, you know, I have feels. Yeah. So it was because we worked together, mm. there was, I became interested in him, like his personality. Yeah. So like I knew, I knew him, he was friend of a friend. Mm. Um, you know, we chatted a bit, um, but most of my like assessment, I guess of him. Yeah. Um, and that sort of growth was like both of us at work, like at our desks and yeah. I could hear him from where I sat. Um, and it was just sort of listening to that. Oh, see that's um, yeah. And it was it was it was kind of like you know, like we were in different sort of sections. So like literally there was no line of sight. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't me eyeing him off, going, oof, that's hot. Yeah. I'll take one of those. Um, yeah, it was definitely the personality. Yeah. Um, which was really, really triggered, like when, you know, reading the like sitting at the pub reading a book, like a horror book. Yeah. Like I was like, ah, <laughs> and that like, but yeah, that interest had already be, been peaked from me just listening to the way that they interacted with other people. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. All right, I'm just, I'm literally making notes. I'm going back to my pre-edit brain dump that Blister did or that they all did, but Blister was kind of like managing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm adding in. Yeah overhearing because I think that could be a good thing to bring in a little bit more um because it's with them make you it's literally just the two of them but they don't really interact much until the others turn up yeah it so specifically a moment was Mm. so listening to him interact with other people like people like customers on the phones and stuff like that yeah other people um and then it was there was a, a day when he took like a phone, a, like a bad phone call. Like he literally like this customer ended up like death threats and stuff like that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, so all I could hear was like his side of it that I could hear yeah. um, and sort of, you know, got off the phone, stood up, threw the headset down and walked out. Yeah. And I had like internally, like just suddenly triggered like such a concern and like, I should, I should mm. go after him. Yeah. So it was like until that I was like, oh yeah, cool. I knew that like I was interested in terms of just this is a cool person who, you know, is cool. Yeah. In a friendship sort of way. But yeah. that sort of moment of like that concern and that like wanting to help them. Yeah. And like they've obviously something's happened and upset them and I want to be there for them in this moment. Yeah. Was when I went, hmm. okay. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. All right, so I have, I have, okay. There is a moment, and I'm just wondering if you might have just explained what was going on behind the scenes that I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. 
there's a moment in Taking Field where, like, it's it's when they're all sitting in the stadium and they're first learning about ice strike and, like, you know, all the coaches are going through explaining it. And, you know, Tanman has his thing of, like, oh, my God, what was this created by a bunch of drunken frat boys? And they're like, um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> here's um, the thing. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. Um, but then, like, uh, the, uh, Jimmy, uh, like, Tanman's just getting kind of, like, you know, aggravated and doing doing Tanman. Um, and Jimmy kind of you know, uh, cracks at him a little bit and basically tells him, sit down, shut up, or fuck off. Um, mm. And Henry, it seemed kind of out of character, and this was called out by the beta readers as well, um, which is probably mm. why it stuck in my head. It's, it, it seemed odd that, like, it went quiet, and then Henry says, um, oh, that's how you shut him up, ha, 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 to kind of get a laugh and break the tension. But it didn't, it always felt like there was something in there missing. And I'm thinking maybe what happened is he's had that concern and to try and block that, he's come out with this like fucking stupid, sarcastic ma- remark. Um, mm. But, but uh, Tani, yeah. I, yeah, I'm just wondering maybe that, yeah, maybe there's something in that in that moment that needs to change or be mm. added or, or built out yeah. or something like that. Because um, mm-hmm. I know that they, and that's the thing, there's, it's like they're not quite enemies, but it's like fren- frenemies to lovers or frenemies to friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, the reason I asked you that question too is because like I was thinking of, of all the other ones and like, all for the game, there is no physical attraction. That doesn't happen. Mm. They're hooking up before Neil's like, like before Neil doesn't ever like kind of say that there's any physical attraction. He just has that moment of like, he looks at the other guys on the team and is like, no, nothing's changed there. Um, Mm. (laughs) That's it. That's his whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. He's so fucking on the asexual spectrum. Um, And then I was thinking of like, Nan and Pop, I mean, like, she was married to his brother. There's no way that that started off as attraction. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's a friendship that developed because she was always, he was always there for her. Um, and then, yeah. you, know, you know, oops, married the wrong brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with, with, with my husband. Yeah. So I was dating someone when I met him. Oh, that's right. For the first six yeah. months that I knew him. So it wasn't even on my radar, like wasn't even on my radar to like yeah. have any sort of attraction towards him. Yeah. Um, or anyone. Yeah. So we were great mates, like, you know, pal around and great mates and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and like, I knew that I cared about him and stuff like that. Mm. But the escalation was, we were out and it was actually my birthday party. Um, there was a handful of people there yeah. and I was standing at the jukebox trying to pick a song and mm. someone came behind me and slapped me on the ass. Yep. And I swung around ready to deck the person. Yep. But when I saw it was him, I went, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, that's normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like okay. I was, it was just that sort of thing of like, actually I was fine with that because it was him. Yeah. And then the, the physical and then you're like, sort oh, of wait. from that angle. Oh. Wait, actually, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think so I and, think that's the hand touch yeah. with with um yeah. when 
Henley touches Tanny. I think that's the moment Tanny realizes. Mm. Um, so I think that is that moment right there for Tanneman. So it's like the ass smack, mm. but not quite. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's kind of like a, an impulsive touch. Yeah, like with, there's no like intention like that behind it, but like once it happens, it's just you're yeah, like, yeah. Huh. It's kind of a it's um it's it's like um. Yeah, just just a natural like. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, of course. Like we've always been doing this type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it just, it's not. No one chose to progress it. No one yeah. made a conscious decision to go. This is what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's not planned. Think, but when it does happen, it's like it was always there. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's it though. I think that that part that part of our conversation mm. that's nailed it I think that's what's missing yep. and that's what I need to look at I, or what's not what's missing I think that's what I need to remove because every MM romance that I've read except for all for the game and come on like if that's the one I'm obsessed about isn't that the one I should be looking at for my cues right um mm. all the other ones like uh, like all of them or most of them anyway the attraction is pretty much instant. It's like that's a good-looking person, and like, no, let's let's not have the queer community being all about physicality because it's fucking not. Yeah. Um. So I think that's yeah. I think I think that's what it is. I don't think it's something missing. I think that I've got. I need to remove the f- physical references. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I feel like if you think about Hen- Henley and Tanneman, I don't feel like either of them are very physically driven. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the characters. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah, we're like they're both there for very strong reasons Yeah, and priorities, which yeah. don't leave a lot of room for like, yeah, I'm going to go hook up with someone. Yeah, and Tanny especially because like, you know, because he's, because in, in this first book he's still got in his brain that, Ethram is like you can't be gay like <laughs> oh <laughs> um he's still got in his head that Ethram like that his dad doesn't want him to be gay but also that his dad just doesn't want him to be with anyone e- anyway um mm. which is more like you know don't you can't really have a relationship in the public eye it's just don't do it to yourself um mm-hmm but he's still gotten his brain that he can't have that at all. And so, yeah, he, he fights that, but the physical attraction was never something he really needed to fight because he could just go fuck anyone. Like there was mm-hmm. no problem with that. Um, but the, the, but that never comes up. That doesn't him like him and Henley don't actually like fuck, fuck. Like there's doodle stuff, as Henley calls it, because um, <laughs> he likes doodle stuff. Like oh, doodle God, things, Henley. You are so <laughs> weird. Um, so yeah, I think I think maybe I forced too much assumption of physical attraction, mm-hmm. and that also could. I mean, again, not that our characters and books are reflections of self. Um, Never. Never, but that could be the reflection of, you know, that the whole thing of like 
pretending to have that, going along with what other people say because, you know, mm. oh, that's how you're supposed to speak type thing. Um, yeah, this is how things are. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to say, oh, yeah, man, I'd bang them. You're supposed to say that shit. You're supposed to be like, you know, whatever. You're not supposed to say, mm. oh, that cartoon's so hot and I would totally turn fucking anime for them. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is funny because uh, a lot of people think it. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, especially yeah. Uh-huh. in the queer community. So I've discovered because, mm-hmm. like, once my egg cracked and, like, I, like, started, like, looking at, you know, um, transgender people and non-binary people and whatnot, I realised, mm-hmm. oh, that's literally a thing. Like, that is, that mm-hmm. is, like, if this, then you're probably trans. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was <laughs> such a thing. Um, yeah. Which I found hilarious. And Spider-Man, like, I didn't know that that was a, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, oh. Uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah, so I think that is probably a reflection of that. So when I'm going back through and editing now, I can do that mm-hmm. through a slightly different lens. Um yeah. I think I still want to have take a moment, work out what their love languages are, work out what their primary mm-hmm. sensory things are. Because I know like for yeah. example Adam, his his primary sensory thing is physical. And so that book, there is much more physicality in it. It is much more physical mm. attraction in that one, but it's suited yeah. to them as a couple. Um yeah. whereas it's not suited with Henley and Tanneman. So I wonder if that's been one of my blocks on editing too. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Anyway, no, that's good. All right. No, I think I got what I needed out of that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm glad to know. I know it was, was a good question. Mainly just me talking, so I no, that's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Working through some things. Exactly. Uh, that's what yeah. we're all here for. So, what about you? Thoughts? Was there anything that like helped or came up for you going like just talking about that and talking about like the issues that have come up that I didn't even realize were there? Not specifically, but I am really curious. I guess to see. I was gonna say if where I have yeah. seeded like yeah you know those sorts of things into the books yeah yeah but that's the thing because after we have these conversations we tend to both go back and be like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, yeah there's a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so hey I I hope that you know some of our listeners all of our listeners who are writers yeah. which probably most um if not all um that they get something out of this too and it like you know helps them think beyond their current expectations of self i don't know words yeah i don't know words Definitely that <laughs> i don't why know why would anyone think that we would know words right oh also um on the team mm. thing that with the mm. team meeting so we went through and we did a whole thing on branding we did a, um a thing on like objectives and goals and values mm. and all that so we came up we came up with nice. five values, which was really easy we came up with five objectives which is around you know representation and things like that and then when it came yeah. to goals we have one one goal only one uh-huh. and that is do the next book that's it that's it and pretty it solid so happy yeah that's none of these, i'm going to none of these smart goal bullshit i'm going to do this by this uh, time. Just do <laughs> fucking just done yeah 
as long as goals are overrated values and objectives to like you know keep the flow in the direction it needs to go just do the next book Mm -hmm. really good i'm very happy about it exactly i love it that sounds great guide like we've got so much done as a team oh my god it's so good amazing so proud of you all have to do any of it so best best part yeah anyway this is gonna die so we should so that i don't have to edit in by like i did with the last one which i literally did yeah let's let's not do that (laughs) all right wrap it up it helped helped me thank you thank you yay (laughs) hopefully it helped everyone anyone that's like it okay nobody needs to say okay bye 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 Hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of The Character Collective. If you have any questions, suggestions, feedback, especially fanfic or fan art, email us at character.collective.podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're using Anchor, just send us a voice message. We'll have new episodes coming out every Wednesday, so before you go, make sure you click off for notifications. On Spotify, click follow. On Anchor, click favourite below. Also, don't forget to share this with your writer and reader friends. Right, let's do this. Thank you.